Quiet, please. Quiet, please. The American Broadcasting Company presents Quiet, Please written and directed by Willis Cooper and with features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, please, for today is called Good Ghost. I never did anything wrong in my life. That's why I was so upset when Schuster murdered me. I'm just standing there minding my own business and Schuster, he pulls out this cannon and he points it at me and it goes boom and I say ouch and I'm lying there. And he walks away down Lake Street towards Michigan Avenue. Yeah, right there on the corner of Lake and Wabash at a quarter after one in the morning. Ouch, I said, and I just laid there. After a while, I got up and I walked away. I was all mixed up. I guess I didn't realize I was dead because I walked over the Randolph Street. I started up the elevated steps, but something stopped me. Something like a rope or something across the bottom of the stair steps, and I couldn't get up. So I looked around to see what it was, and there was nothing. There was a voice speaking kind of in my ear. Can't go up there, God. That's what the voice said. There wasn't anybody there. I looked. Well, all right, I said to myself, there's more than one way this can get. So I walked over to State Street and I started down the subway stairs. You know what? I couldn't go down there either. There was this same voice whispering in my ear. I didn't mean to wake you up so violent, 
I'm asleep. I'm, I'm dreaming. No, not at you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hearing things. Oh, why did I knock him off? Hey. Huh? Why did you knock me off? Is, is, is that really you guys? Sure. Did you come to haunt me? No, not especially. I was just wondering, why didn't you shoot me? Uh, I'm, I'm going to turn on the light. There ain't nobody here. I, I, I had a nightmare. There. You see, you chump. There ain't nobody here. I'm here. It's a nightmare. Uh-uh. Gus, uh, I hear you. Sure. What do you want? I told you. Why did you kill me? Will you go away if I tell you? Well... It was on a kind of Ada. Ada? Yeah, Ada. Will you go away now and leave me? Schuster. Huh? Schuster, is your intentions towards Ada honorable? Oh, why, why sure, Gus. Hmm. Will you go away now? Move over, Schuster. I want to do a little thinking. Well, Schuster, he put his head underneath the covers and he shriveled all up in a knot and I thought and thought. He kept shivering and thinking of bed and so pretty soon I went to sleep. And when I awoke, Schuster was gone. So I got to thinking about Ada. I sure did like Ada. Ada always wore her hair in a pompadour. Her hair was so black and her eyebrows were so cute. And she always smelled so nice. I see Ada. I always thought Ada liked me pretty much, too. Whenever I had a couple of bucks, I used to take Ada out to the tree and on and dance. She was about three, four inches taller than me, but we danced all right together. That's where Schuster run into us at the Trianon. Gee whiz, I never thought he'd have fall for Schuster. Funny, ain't it? You're always the last one to find out. I thought she'd like me. I never even had a chance to be jealous of Schuster. Oh, I sure did like Ada. I was thinking about the time Schuster drove us out to the forest to preserve Ada for me. The three of us had a picnic weenies and she made potato salad and we had a swell time. Then I remember, I didn't notice it then, she kept sitting next to Schuster all the time. Well, I thought, laying there on Schuster's bed, I'm too late. And if Ada likes Schuster, all I can do is try to help him out. Schuster, well, I could do without him, but, but Ada, I want her to be happy. And thinking about it, all of a sudden, I'm in Ada's apartment, and Schuster's there with her, and Ada's crying a little bit. It, it sure is too bad, Ada. He, he was a nice little feller. I, I can't hardly believe you said, Schuster. Well, he is. I'll say I am. What, what did you say? I didn't say nothing. I, I thought you did. Oh, poor little fella. He goes so sudden. Uh, too bad. Gee, please, Schuster, you done it. I was so fond of him. I know you was, Ada. And now I'm all alone in the world. Oh, uh, no, you ain't, Ada. I'm here. Sure, Ada, he's here. Oh, Schuster. I'm so lonesome. Put your head on my shoulder, Ada, honey, and leave us weak together. Oh, Schuster. 
I thought she put her head on the sister's shoulder, but she waved and weeped. He kissed her. And so I come away. After all, how much can you take, huh? Well, so it looks like it's on the up and up, and besides, what could I do? I am dead. So I sit down on a bench in Lincoln Park, and I think, funny them concrete benches used to feel cold when I sat on them, but now they don't feel cold anymore. I guess because I'm a ghost. Well, I figure I have to talk to Schuster again. What? Well, I figure I have to help him out. Uh, help Ada out, I mean. I, I don't want Ada to go around being unhappy, and so if her and Schuster is going to get married, well, then the least I can do is give him a hand. I, I know Schuster ain't got a quarter, and there's ways the guy in my position can help, see? Oh, I don't know how I know it, but it's true. Uh, a ghost can do pretty nearly anything if he works it right. So I wait till night and I start to walk out to Logan Square. And then I remember I don't have to walk. And zing, I am in Schuster's room. Schuster is sitting there thinking, and I say, Schuster, hey, Schuster. He don't give me a tumble, but I can see his eyes moving, looking around the room. Hey, Schuster, I say again. I want to talk to you. And you know what he done? He jumped out the window. Well, I'm so surprised I can't even follow him out the window. You know what? That Schuster, he was the hardest guy to haunt I ever seen. And look, I didn't want to do nothing. All I wanted to do was help Ada. Sure, what if he does shoot me? That's over. I gotta help Ada. Heck, I loved Ada, see? A couple of nights later, I see him get in his car. I run, I got in alongside him, and I figure, this is fine. We're all alone in the car. And then I begin to worry. If I say something while we're driving, he'll probably wreck the car. So I wait till we're stopped by the light of diversity in Lincoln Park. We're standing still. What can happen? So I put my hand on top of his on the gear shift, and I say, Hey, Schuster. Bam, crash, jingle, bounce. He takes his foot off in the clutch, and we're through a high iron fence, and the car is upside down, and Schuster has got a sprained ankle. Gee whiz, I said, I'm a heck of a ghost. But he's laying there, and I think this is a good time to talk to him before the ambulance comes. He can't move. But he causes me up. He faints. While she's laid up with his ankle all bandaged up, Ada comes and sees him. And the way she puts her arms around him and kisses him, I says, this is no place for me. So I come away again. I, I couldn't take it. But that only made it worse. I should talk to him and see what I can do for Ada and him. So after a while, he's well, and I see him and Ada every once in a while, and they, well, he treated her like... Gee, where's the way I wished I could have treated her? And she ended up. Well, one night Schuster goes into a movie. I saw the movie before. You got a lot of time on your hands when you're a ghost. Usually you can get the movie free. I followed him inside, and while he was running the sign on the screen, it said, Next week, Hollow Triumph. I lean over close to him, and I say, Schuster. He went up like a balloon. People was hollering, and he was hollering, and the ushers coming, the cops, and they drug him away. 
You know what the upshot of that was? He kept hollering to the cops that he was haunted. And they thought he was touched in the head, and they put him in a wagon. They took him out to psychopathic for observation. Man, I sure made a mess out of things, didn't I? And all I'm trying to do is be a good guy, a good ghost, I mean. So, come evening out to psychopathic, I go. Boy, what a place. And I hunt high and low for Schuster till it's about 2 o'clock. Then I hear a kind of gargle. I think it's familiar, and I go through a little door, and oh boy, there he is, in a straitjacket. Well, for pity's sake, Schuster, I said. Well, Schuster, stop it! I ain't gonna hurt you. Schuster, listen to me. Schuster, don't you bust something? Now listen, Schuster. Listen to me. I ain't mad. Nah, Schuster, I ain't mad at all. I want. You want to kill me? What? Kill me. Kill you. Yeah, kill me. Nah, Schuster, all I want to do is help you. Don't, no, Schuster, somebody will hear you. Look, I, I'm only allowed to kill one person, see, Schuster? No, you ain't allowed to kill the fella that killed you, see? I can only knock off one fella, and he has to be a bad fella. Well, I know you're kind of bad, but... You can't be all bad, Schuster. I'll say they wouldn't love you. Does Ada love you? No. And do you love her? Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't kill me. What? Listen, I said I wasn't going to kill you. I just want to help you. Yeah? A ghost can do lots of things, Schuster. Yeah. You need money, Schuster? Yeah. You broke? Yeah. Well, you can't marry Ada without money. Yeah. I'll get you the money. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Only will you promise to marry Ada as soon as you get the money? Yeah. Well, I said it's okay then, and I reached over and patted him on the forehead, and he heaved himself up, and the gag came out of his mouth. Let me out of here! So I have to start all over again, I see. Stuff the thing back in his books, and all he can say is Ergolago, and I lay it all out to him again. He was bound and determined I was going to knock him off. He must have had a guilty conscience or something. But it was daylight when I finally told him a bill of goods. Look, I kept saying, it's Ada I'm thinking of. I want Ada to be happy. I have to help you if I'm going to help Ada, can't you see? And it was, like I said, broad daylight when I took the gag away from him again, and I was all ready to put it back, but... Okay, guys, okay. I, I believe you. You've got to believe me. But you got to remember, if you hurt me, you'll be hurting Ada, guys. I know it, Schuster. Why else would I go to all this trouble? He- heck, Schuster, I loved Ada. And he just looked at me funny, and I said, Okay, I'll meet you at Rolos next Wednesday night. And I come away. I don't suppose you ever been there, huh? Gambling joint. I used to go there once in a while when I was alive. Pick up a couple of dollars shooting craps or something. Schuster goes there a lot, too. I'm standing by the wheel when Schuster comes in. I'm just standing there. And, of course, Schuster can't see me when he comes up. He stood there looking a minute and... Rolo, give him a hello. Hello, Schuster. Hi, Rolo. Get your bets down, gents. Schuster, you got to play? 17. 
What'd you say? I said you're going to play. Get your money down. I said 17. Uh, five on 17. I'll bet down. That's all, Kent. And I must have spent a minute. And I put my finger on the 17 and I stopped it. 17. Here you are, Chipper. Get your bets down, Kent. Four. Four. A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Oh, question, huh, Chester? Spin the wheel. Our best down. Round and round she goes, and where she stops, nobody knows. Uh, heck, nobody knows. I know. She stops on four. Four. Well, nice going, Chester. Yeah, it is nice, ain't it? Eleven, Chester. Yeah, eleven. Five hundred dollars. Take it easy, Chester. Spin the wheel. That was an awful short spin, Rollo. Real beef it about it. Stopped on four, didn't it? Hey, Schuster. What? Ain't she got enough? Enough. To marry Ada? You win three times. Oh, come on, Gus. Let's not quit yet. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. A thousand bucks. Gus, I, I made a couple of bad investments. And... So Schuster and me, we busted the bank at Rollers again. 
Rollo, he wasn't very happy about it, but what could the man do? It was his business, wasn't it? And Ada was happy, I figured. Schuster hit me again when the Arlington race season started. Uh, Say, Gus, uh, can you do anything about horses? Like what? You know. What's the matter? You broke again? No, but I kind of like to get a new car for Ada. A goat by the name of Lollipopsy come in at 134 to 1, and I nearly wore myself out flagging down the other horses. Schuster had $200 on Lollipopsy's nose. Gee whiz, I said Ada ought to get two cars. Both of them coronium plated. Schuster said to me, hey, Gus, see, I was always around someplace that wanted no place for me to go. I kept trying the subway and the elevator, but no soap, I was stuck. So I stayed within calling distance. Ada was awful nice. Gee whiz. Schuster said to me, say, Gus. Say, Gus. What? Uh, you know the sweepstakes? Yeah. Well, what? I got a ticket. Gee whiz, Schuster. Well, Ada wants a house in Lake Forest. That costs bucks. Oh, well. Well, Ireland is a nice place, but shortening through all of them ticket stubs to find BB 46, 37, 28, 29 was quite a job of work. What? $110,000? You can buy quite a joint in Lake Forest for that kind of mover. Oh, boy, I thought Ada's doing all right. And I'm glad even if Schuster is getting to be kind of a pain in the neck. Uh, ever think about the stock market, guys? No. Oh, that's when a guy could really clean up. Or lose his shirt. <laughs> Not with my little mascot. My little palsy wowsy. Who's that? <laughs> you. Me? Sure. Well, I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, you can do anything. Well, uh, Ada wants to go to Mexico for the summer. Wow. Oh, boy, a million dollars. Gus, let's get another million. An- another million? What for the city say? Why, for Ada, Gus. Her birthday's tomorrow. Boy, you know what? I forgot that. I used to buy her a box of the mess candy or when I had the money Fanny made. And now I forgot her birthday. Gee whiz. Well, first I went over to LaSalle Street and I went up to the stock exchange and I sent Consolidated or something up 81 points. Then I said to myself, I just gotta see Ada on her birthday and see how happy she is. Gee, and me cold and... A new automobile. I bet it's a Rolls Royce. A house in Lake Forest. No, she's in Mexico, I thought. But but I'll say happy birthday in Mexican, even if she won't hear it. And so... She wasn't in Mexico. I looked all over Lake Forest, and there wasn't any Schuster living there.
she didn't have in the automobile. She was living in a flat on Taylor Street, and there wasn't any heat in the house. There wasn't anything to eat either. She was laying on a cot, and I hardly even recognized her. The pompadour was all clingy and kind of dirty gray. Her eyes, she had a black eye. She was sick. She was hungry. She was lonesome. She was pretty close to dying. How do you like that? My Ada. And Schuster's the wheel, horses, sweepstakes, the stock market, a million dollars. I kissed Ada. And Ada knew that was there. Ada spoke my name. She laid back on the cot and she cried some more. I couldn't take that. Gee, when I come away. I tell you, Rolla had some very tough customers around. And he did. I went up to Schuster and I said, Schuster. Schuster, I said. Rolla wants to see in his office. I'm busy, guys. Better go on in, Schuster. There's something for you in there. Is there? No. Go see. So Schuster went on in and I after him. Hey, Rolla. Bye. 
title of today's Quiet Please story is Good Ghost. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper. The man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. And Murray Forbes was Schuster. Ada was Ruth Lass. And Rolo was played by Arthur Cole. As usual, music for Quiet Please is by Albert Berman. Now, for a word about next week, here is our writer director, my good friend Willis Cooper. Thank you for listening to Quiet Please. Next week, I have a story for you. For you. It's called Calling All Souls. And so, until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chappell. reminder. The war against organized rackets makes for exciting, dramatic entertainment. And you can enjoy it every Sunday afternoon over your ABC station when David Harding, counter-spy, becomes involved in another daring adventure with the underworld. Don't miss this afternoon's story. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Create history with every stride at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, a unique opportunity for runners to conquer a course over the sea at the LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, a breathtaking 42-kilometer route on India's longest sea bridge. The Atal Bihari Vajpayee, Siri Nava Sheva Atal Setu, on 18th February, LNT Sea Bridge Marathon, in association with MMRDA and the Times of India, medical partner, Zainova Shalbi Multi-Specialty Hospital, protein partner, Way 91.